Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Personal Growth Project podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be answering questions anonymously submitted by you guys, the listeners, and it's going to get pretty interesting judging by the questions that I've been given. So if you want to hear my answers, keep listening. Okay, so we're just going to get right into it so you guys can have your information about my personal life this week and so I can go to bed soon because recently I've literally been in a phase where I'm like obsessed with getting as much sleep as possible. Like, I will literally speed run my work on any given day because it's like a fun game I play in my mind where I'm like, oh, if I do this homework 30 minutes faster then I can get 30 extra minutes of sleep. Look, I don't know. It's just a weird phase that I'm going through right now. But anyways, question one is not really at all related to personal growth. But question one is, what's your favorite song? And that is actually pretty hard to answer for me because I don't really necessarily have like an all-time favorite song. But I can, let's see, open up my music app and just, like, read off kind of what I've been listening to as of recently. As you guys know, I am very big on classical music. So, like, if you look up my YouTube channel, you can find my classical music playlist, which is called Abigail's Relaxation Mixtape. And, like, I update it pretty frequently, and it just kind of has, like, all the classical that I listen to. So there's that. But in terms of non-classical, recently I've been listening to the new Surfaces album, which is, I'd say it's pretty good. It's not like as good as their past albums, in my opinion. But, you know, I just kind of like Surfaces because they have super positive music. And I've also been going through a Jack Jezero phase. So literally, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but he basically makes like jazz guitar albums and um like other instrumental albums so like some of my favorites are Gershwin on guitar and (laughs) funnily enough um Moonlight in Paris dude Moonlight in Paris is such a good album like you guys do not understand I play that album like at all times Like, when I'm walking through the halls at school, or, like, when I'm getting ready in the morning, I have Moonlight and Paris playing. It's literally so good. It makes me feel like I'm literally in Ratatouille. The Ratatouille aesthetic is literally unmatched by any other Disney movie, but I'm not going to go down that road in this podcast episode. Regardless, Jack Jezero has some really good instrumental albums. I love listening to those albums if I'm studying or just, like, trying to wind down at night. And let's see, when I look at my liked songs, if I can find anything else. Oh, funnily enough, I also really... (laughs) I also really like some Michael Buble songs, which is, um, you know, something I never thought I'd say. 
but you know when I'm in the mood to listen to Michael Buble I'm in the mood and I really enjoy it so he has some pretty good music um let's see hmm a lot of the songs in my liked list are like all from different artists so I don't really have any repeat artists Oh, but also, the Zac Brown band is actually pretty good. I used to literally hate country because, like, I grew up listening to country, and I went through a phase where I started to, like, think that everything I did or listened to when I grew up was cringy. But, like, I re-listened to a Zac Brown band song, like, a while ago, and it kind of actually slaps. Like, Knee Deep is my song like highly recommend anyways mm, i think that's about it except for zane christopher that's an artist i also like he literally has three songs out i think but two of those three songs are really good i like young and road song those are really good songs so i think that's going to be it for question one But, of course, if you ever want any music recommendations, you can DM me. I will give you music recommendations. Um, I really like listening to music when I can, of course. I kind of actually have had to cut down on the amount of music I listen to because I used to just listen to it at all times. And then I would just kind of get really mentally overwhelmed. But, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Just let me know if you want any more recommendations. Okay, I'm literally adding this segment last minute, but I totally forgot to mention that I highly recommend Ben Rector. Ben Rector is like a super great artist, and his albums are all really good. So anyways, yeah, I recommend him. Okay, now on to question two. What is your morning routine? Who they knew that I would love to talk about that. Thank you to whoever sent me that. That is a really wonderful question. I love my morning routine, if I'm being honest. I'm kind of actually obsessed with it. So, you know, my morning routine really starts the night before. The night before, I lay out my outfit for the next day, and, like, I pack my lunch for school and stuff, and then I, like, read my 10 pages of a nonfiction book for the 75 hard challenge before I go to bed just really helps me wind down. Of course, I listen to my Jack Row album before I go to bed, like, as I'm washing my face and stuff. As I said, Moonlight in Paris never disappoints. Regardless, like, I sleep like a baby thanks to my nighttime routine. I wake up at 5 a.m. every single day without fail. I will never break the routine. I get up at 5 a.m. and then I like head straight to the shower. I take a shower, like I change into my workout clothes and then I like make my bed, clean up my room, um, feed my fish. And then I go downstairs and I make myself a cup of coffee that I put my collagen powder supplement into just so like I can kind of give my body something um some sort of fuel before I work out I normally don't eat before I work out I literally used to eat first thing every morning as soon as I woke up 
but I've actually discovered that I don't know it's just it doesn't really sit well with my body when I eat like a protein bar or like actual food before working out I don't know I just kind of feel like it drags down my workout performance so I don't do that anymore but anyways I just have my protein coffee um the supplement you can get on Amazon it's just called like collagen protein powder I think you literally just like put a scoop of it in like your coffee or in a drink or you can even like bake it into stuff which is pretty cool I definitely say it's worth it it's supposed to be good for like your skin your nails and your hair whatnot so once my coffee is made I go and I do some dynamic stretches and then I like to usually go on like a 0.5 mile run before my workout just so I can set my circadian rhythm by being outside. So even though it's usually dark when I go outside, I think it still kind of helps my body realize like it's morning, <laughs> which kind of wakes me up. And also it's been like ugh, atrociously cold in the morning. So that also wakes me up. I used to literally be able to go outside and run, like, in my normal workout attire, but now I have to literally wear, like, a light jacket because it's so cold in the morning, which kind of kills me, but it's fine. So, after my run warm-up, then I'll go and I'll lift weights. So, I have, like, a five-day split going on right now, and I do two days of dedicated cardio or Pilates throughout the week. So I might as well go ahead and read that off just so you guys can kind of get a sense of what it's like. So today for me was actually a cardio slash Pilates day, but Monday I do upper body, Tuesday is chest, shoulder, tricep day, Wednesday is, let's see, Oh, actually, I forgot to put Wednesday on my calendar. Oh, Wednesday is leg day. Thursday is another cardio day. Friday is back and bicep day. And Saturday is another leg day. So that's been working out really nicely for me. I like having a dedicated day for, you know, everything, if that makes any sense. And yeah, I just highly recommend having a split setup. But regardless, I do my workout split, and then I like to do a post-workout stretch always. I always do a post-workout stretch because it helps me a lot in terms of, like, um, I don't know, just kind of winding down after my workout when I'm sweaty and stuff. And it just feels really nice to be stretched out throughout the day. So after I've stretched... Then I like to go straight up to my room and like I change into my outfit for school. And then I actually take creatine. So I'll take my creatine pills after my workout. You can get pills off of Amazon, but I'm taking creatine because it's, well, it's supposed to help you like get more reps out when you are weight training. There's this myth that it, like, makes you look big, but that's not actually how it works. It doesn't actually make you, like, put on muscle or anything. It just kind of makes your muscle tissue 
soak up more water. So as long as you drink enough water when you take creatine, your muscles will actually like look bigger because your muscle tissue is more saturated. But anyways, I take my creatine and then I have my protein-rich breakfast, which on school mornings is normally like um, very rushed because I'm normally late coming out the door. So I'll just have like a cup of cottage cheese. And then later throughout the day, I'll have a protein bar and stuff. But on the weekends, I love making this like, I don't know how to say it, like an egg burrito kind of. So I'll cook like three eggs, put my salt and pepper in them, and then I'll put it all on like a high fiber tortilla, which is... You know, that sounds gross, but they actually taste literally so good. And especially with the eggs inside, oh, it's amazing. So I make my high fiber egg burrito and that keeps me full for a really long time because of the fiber. So I really like having those for breakfast when I can. And let me think if I'm missing anything. If I do have time, then I'll try to journal about, like, my intentions for the day and what I want my mindset to be like. It just really helps me get my head in a good space. Or I will do a meditation. I've been so into meditating lately. Actually, the reason I failed 75 hard a few days ago was because it was, like, seven o'clock at night and I decided before my workout I would do a guided meditation and well um I fell asleep during said guided meditation and I woke up and it was just too late to do my workout so I had to throw in the quit card for that round of 75 hard but I did restart and it's going a lot better now anyways meditation is just super good for getting yourself like in a good vibrational state. Um, I mean, as we know by now, your energy does impact, you know, the quality of your life. So it's good to always have positive and grateful and upbeat energy. So meditation has really helped me a lot with getting my head in the right space. And I feel like when I meditate, I just I'm so much calmer throughout the day and I can really approach things from a more rational and composed mindset. So highly recommend meditation, but that's it for my morning routine. Thank you for asking. Okay, now that I spent nine minutes talking about my morning routine, we will move on to question three, which is um, interesting. Question number three is, are you close with your parents? I would say yes. Um, I'm definitely a lot closer to my mom than I am to my dad. I just feel like I don't know, most people, like girls at least, are closer with their mom than their dad, so it makes sense. But yeah, um, I have a pretty good relationship with my mom. I mean, I've talked about, like, in past uh, episodes, things haven't always been great, and that's mostly my fault, but things are a lot better now, and so yeah, I would say I am close with my parents. The author of Question 4 is really trying to stir the pot. But regardless, question number four is, do you have a crush on anyone? Um, I'm sorry to disappoint, but no, at the moment, I do not have a crush on anyone. 
I do have a minor hallway crush, but I don't really think that that counts because it's not like someone I actually really talk to in person. So yeah, I feel like everyone has a hallway crush, but yeah, I have a minor hallway crush, but in terms of like an actual crush, no, I don't. I'm just like in a phase of my life where I'm just not really interested in dating because I feel like I'm busy with school and my podcast and my career and stuff and I'm just really happy where I am right now like which is crazy because a while ago (laughs) um like my freshman year especially like middle school I like was always really into the idea of being in a relationship like I thought all my problems would be fixed if I was in a relationship and now I'm like in a phase where I literally could care less I feel like if it happens great but I mean I'm totally fine as is without a relationship and I've just been in a really happy place lately so it's not really anything I'm looking for if I meet the right person, sure, but as of right now, nope, I do not have a crush. Okay, so question five is, what made you want to bulk? And that's actually a really good question, because when I first started my fitness journey, and when I first started 75 hard a year ago, which was actually a failed attempt, I failed after like 13 days, but I started because I wanted to be skinny. And when I started it again in March, that time I did finish 75 hard, but I again started it because I wanted to lose weight, which I did need to lose weight at that time because I got (laughs) fat over (laughs) the winter and fall due to a medicine that my doctors put me on after that horrific hospital visit in October and I was just really insecure about myself so I am glad that I lost weight when I did 75 hard in the spring but now that I've lost that weight and I don't look like a chipmunk anymore I've just really grown to like the idea of building muscle because first of all being muscular has way more health benefits than being skinny does being skinny like having washboard abs is actually not so great for your health and i've heard from a lot of people that when they look super shredded and skinny like that they're basically drained of energy all the time and i actually really like feeling energetic and having the energy to get through my day so For me, my main priority right now is building muscle. I don't really care about looking like a twig anymore. Obviously, like, I'd rather not have lots of stomach fat or just, you know, be kind of chubby in general because it doesn't suit my body well at all. I mean, as you guys probably saw when I went through my fat phase (laughs) in the winter, I mean, if you look at my past YouTube videos, oh, girl was packing. Like, my face looked ginormous. It was just not a a good look at all. Do not recommend it for myself. But anyways, I feel like it suits me a lot better to, you know, kind of not really gain that much weight. So bulking was a little bit scary for me to do because I did not want to get back to that 
place where my face was really fat and where I felt really insecure about myself because during the winter, like after my doctors put me on a medicine that made me gain a lot of weight, I just really felt insecure and awful all the time. I literally wouldn't even take my mask off at school because I felt so insecure about how big my face had become, which was a natural effect of the medicine. But regardless, it made me feel really insecure. I just feel like it's like a lot more enjoyable and healthy for me to want to pursue being muscular as opposed to being a twig because generally that kind of makes sure that I'm more well fed so I'm not starving myself for anything. It ensures that I'm getting all the nutrients I need, that I have all the energy I need to get through my day and I also just like the way that I look more when I'm muscular than when I'm just skinny with really, like, no definition. Because I have been in both phases before. Right now I am in my muscular era, and I really actually love it. I have been in a phase, like, a year ago. Girl was emaciated. Oh my gosh, I found a picture the other day. And I was, like, I had some really bad stomach issues during that time. Like, they were so bad that I literally would starve myself because I would just get such bad stomach pain from eating anything. So I lost a ton of weight during that time. I literally looked like a skeleton. And I don't remember ever really liking my body during that time, even though I was at my lowest weight ever. But... Now, I, I'd say I'm at like an average weight. I don't think I'm at my lowest weight ever, but I just feel really satisfied with my body. I really like my body, and I feel like I'm seeing improvements that I also like. So um, training for building muscle has really helped me a lot, and plus it helps with longevity and it boosts your metabolism. So, for those reasons, I chose to bulk. Okay, now on to question six. What is your favorite TV show? This is hard, because I actually have a lot of favorites. Okay, so earlier in the spring, I literally went through an HGTV phase. Oh my gosh, guys. HGTV, I used to think, was so boring because they used to play it, like, at my doctor's office on the TVs and the waiting rooms, and I was like, wow, what a lame show that they picked. But now, like, turn on a House Hunters season and I will be happy. I will be satisfied. I will be thriving. I love watching them flip houses. I literally love it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I also love the um, show, I think it's called Pool Kings, where they build, like, really fancy and elaborate pools for rich people. Oh, and then my other favorite is HGTV, I think it's called Dream Homes? I have to look this up. Maybe it's HGTV Dream House? No, it's Dream Home. Uh... Wait, maybe it's not. I don't know. It's like a show. Yeah. Okay. So it is Dream House. They basically 
like I don't even know how they do it, but they take a couple and even with a pretty small budget, they just build like the most beautiful homes for these couples, like such modern and aesthetically pleasing homes. And yeah, I just love watching HGTV. But when I'm not watching HGTV, let me think of my Netflix favorites. Um, I did go through like a brief Grey's Anatomy phase. I feel like when I'm in the mood to watch it, I'm in the mood to watch it, which really isn't that often. But sometimes I will just turn it on and I don't know, it just never really disappoints. So I'll watch that if I'm bored. I also really like Shit's Creek, which sounds like I'm swearing. I'm not. That's literally the name of the show. That's a really funny show. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Earlier this spring, I started watching The Vampire Diaries, and it is actually kind of addictive. They're actually taking it off of Netflix, I think, in a few days. So that era is obviously coming to a close. But um, the first season was pretty good. So that's another one I've watched. Oh, okay. I have thought of my favorite. And my all-time favorite is definitely Gilmore Girls. I don't know how I didn't start with this show. I literally watch it all the time. But Gilmore Girls, it is literally so good. I just, I don't even know, just everything about it, the aesthetic, like, the lifestyle. I want to live in Stars Hollow. It just seems like such a cool place, and I don't know, it's just, there's something about watching Rory and Lorelai's life that is just so entertaining to me. Like, their simple town life kind of seems boring but I get so invested in it like you would not believe I am on the edge of my seat at those Friday night dinners oh it's really good if you don't watch it you probably have no idea what I'm talking about but I would recommend watching it it is a super good show now question seven is really out of pocket <laughs> I honestly have no idea like what inspired this person, but question number seven is, do you have beef with anyone? Now, given that I'm an introvert, I feel like it's kind of, well, obvious. The answer is, like, no, I really don't have beef with anyone. Also, given the fact that I'm into personal growth, I try to not hold grudges. Ugh, middle school me used to be super petty, and yes, she did have beef with many people, but that girl died a long time ago. She will never be back. End of story. I I mean, I have had some kind of unpleasant experiences with people. Um, I had a very unpleasant experience with someone over the summer, um, but luckily that's over. Um, I haven't really held a grudge over it. It's just like, it is what it is. I just feel like I wish everyone well, even if I don't really have a positive experience with someone. I mean, recently, one of my friends is being a little bit, um, well, let's just say rude, and I really have absolutely no idea why, but it just seems like they're kind of spiteful towards my successes, and they just, 
always, I mean, well, I guess a better way to say it is they just never really encouraged me to do anything good for myself. They kind of seem to scoff at my successes, and it's getting to be kind of toxic. So I may need to have a chat with them about that. But honestly, other than that, my experiences with people have been pretty positive. And even if they're negative, I'm the type of person who likes to really just face things head on. So if I feel like there's some tension between me and someone, I will literally just pull them aside and ask them about it. Like, I don't like to let tension build up. I'll literally ask someone, like, if there was something I did or if there's something that, um, like, we need to communicate about. I'll literally say, is there an issue going on or is there something that you're upset with me with? I will literally just tell them if I feel like they have an issue with me or vice versa. I'm not really the type of person to just hold grudges and have beef with people. Um, During my fat era in the winter, I was a little bit passive aggressive, but luckily I've grown out of that. So yeah, I do not have beef with anyone. I just feel like it's so important, like for my own mental health, to not hold grudges and to not feel mad at people because there's just absolutely no benefit from it. I really just genuinely feel love for everyone, even people who have done me wrong. Like, I just wish them the best and I hope that everyone can just heal and be happy and feel loved because at the end of the day, all of us just want to feel loved invalidated and all the toxicity and negativity in the world is just a result of people not being loved or validated enough. I genuinely believe that if everyone felt loved and validated, there would not be any cruelty or toxicity in the world. So I try to do my part in fixing that issue by not holding on to things, by addressing issues when they arise, and by wishing everyone well, even if they don't wish me well in return. Gosh, guys, I literally just had a near-death out-of-body experience. I was trying to, like, get to the recording tab, and the entire page just reloaded and literally scrapped the entire episode, and I was about to absolutely lose my mind if all of my recordings were deleted. But no, God decided to bless me today, and they're all still here. So let's all just take a moment to appreciate the fact that I didn't have to re-record all of this. Yay! Anyways, now we're going to move on to my last question of the night, which is, what book are you reading right now? And I love this question because I'm actually reading probably a total of eight books right now, because if you don't know, I have ADHD, and well, on top of that, I'm just a really spontaneous person, and I love reading nonfiction books, like self-improvement books specifically, so I have a ton of new self-improvement books. I probably have 50 plus books that I have on my wish list right now, in addition to about eight books that I just got from McKay's. So I just started a bunch of new books. Right now I'm reading E Squared by Pam Grout, which I've only read like a chapter of it. Um, The Gift of Forgiveness, which, oh my gosh, I love it. It's such a good book. It's like a book of short little 
anecdotes. Like every chapter is an anecdote, like a story of someone who's had something awful happen to them or their family members and who has chosen to approach the situation with forgiveness. It's super inspirational and it's really fun to read before bed because it's like, it's just interesting to have a different person's story every chapter. The chapters are pretty short and it's just a nice way to um, wrap up my day reading a story about someone who chose forgiveness. It's really inspirational. Highly recommend it. I got that one from McKay's. And then let's see. I know I'm reading other books right now. I'm also still reading The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Hold up. Let me pull this out. By Joseph Murphy, which is about, well, the power of your subconscious mind. It's pretty good, but I admittedly haven't read it in a hot minute. And I am also reading, what's it called? How to Break Up With Your Phone. Author's name, no idea. But I started it because I feel like, well, kind of thanks to TikTok, I've been really addicted to my phone as of recently. And I want to figure out how to fix that addiction and you know, spend more time doing other things like maybe playing an instrument or learning a new language or studying or reading. So those are the books. I'm, oh my gosh, I literally forgot another one. I'm also reading, I think it's called A Happy Pocket Full of Money by, hold up, y'all, I gotta look this up. by David Cameron Gikandi. I don't know if that's right, but it's basically about kind of using like the whole law of attraction thing to get in a mindset of abundance so that you can have money enter your life. As I've said before, the law of attraction, I think it's a very slippery slope. I don't really I mean, I believe that your energy impacts your reality, but I don't really do any of the manifestation stuff because I feel like it's honestly a slap in the face to God because I honestly think that it's God who causes everything to come into our lives. And like, if I do get money, I always thank God first. I don't thank myself for like manifesting it or anything because I think that it's really, I mean, borderline idolatry to be kind of worshiping yourself in the sense that you're taking credit for every good thing that comes into your life saying like, oh, well, I manifested this. Like, no, <laughs> it was God that put that in your life, not yourself. So, yeah, that's kind of my stance on the whole thing. I always try to have good energy. I absolutely believe that the energy you kind of put out will come back to you and that the energy you put out impacts the quality of your day, obviously, because, I mean, just I'm sure we've all been around people who have bad energy and it does kind of drag you down. So I absolutely believe that putting good energy out there will make the world a better place. But in terms of manifestation, I'm sure it does work. I just, you know, it's not really something that I try to do because I feel like it takes credit away from God. 
but I do really like the book A Happy Pocket Full of Money because it's all about having a more positive mindset and kind of raising the energy that you put out there to be a more positive and lighthearted form of energy. So I really like that book and I recommend it. But those are all the books that I'm reading right now in addition to the Bible and just a bunch of various little informational books that I just pick up and read occasionally. So yeah, those were all the questions for tonight's episode. This episode was literally so much fun to record, so thank you guys for sending in all these questions that I could answer. I really appreciate it, and I hope to make another one of these episodes, hopefully next month. I'm going to try to make this a monthly thing. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to speak on the podcast, um, fill out the podcast application link, which is on the podcast link tree, which you can find on the podcast Instagram. The username is at Personal Growth Project Official. Um, be sure to give us a follow because that's where we drop teaser episodes for um, upcoming episodes. The teasers are posted every Sunday, so you can get kind of like a sneak peek of what Friday's episode is going to be. And then um, I always post on Friday announcing what the episode is. Additionally, we're now on TikTok. You can find us at Personal Growth Project Pod. And I've just been kind of posting like daily insights, little tidbits of wisdom. And I'm going to try to post a lot more frequently now. Also, if you like this episode, be sure to give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. It really helps us um, be more visible on the algorithm and it pushes out the podcast to more people. So it can make more of a positive impact when you decide to give it a nice review and share it with friends and family. I would really appreciate it if you could do that. If I did a good job with this podcast episode, just pass it along and share it. That's really the best way you can pay me back for it. Of course, I love what I do, so I don't need to be paid back, but it would make me really happy if more people could kind of hear the messages I'm trying to spread. Anyways, I hope that you guys have an incredible week. And I'll see you in the next week's episode.